Welcome, you're listening to The Rip Report. My name is Rip, and the title of today's show is The Real Impact of Fake Mandates and the Great Reset. Please don't forget to subscribe to the show. We're available on all podcast platforms, Spotify, Sketcher, Apple. Video versions are available on Rumble, Locals, and BitChute. Uh, don't forget to follow me on Telegram at The Rip Report. Uh, and now on to the report. Thanks for tuning into the show today, folks. Uh, uh, here's a story you may or may not have heard on lamestream media. I don't watch all of them, uh, so I can't keep track if they are covering this or not. But uh, it's a very interesting story. Anyway, the Fergusons, who uh, have a four-year-old who's at the Ronald McDonald House fighting for fighting with leukemia, they're about to be evicted from the Ronald McDonald House because they don't have a vaccine. Hmm, I guess uh, we're not all about helping people. We're only about helping people that follow the mandate, the fake mandate. See, this is where the fake mandates become a problem. And this is where the government uh, overreach needs to come to an end. Uh, here's a clip of the father. He recorded his uh, brief conversation with the uh, administrative person here. Uh, take a look at this. This is a piece of paper. Can Lindsay zoom in on it? This is an eviction notice, I believe, to anybody older than five who's not vaccinated is getting evicted from Ronald McDonald House. So I'm just going to go talk to the people at the counter and see if it's legit or not. Um, do you have like a, a manager here or somebody that can talk to you? about this letter we got, about saying everybody here has to be vaccinated. Hey. Well, I'm just asking, like, like we got this last night. And, yes. Uh, it's just pretty disturbing. I'm just wondering if it's legit. Just saying that, like, everybody's is not vaccinated, is getting evicted? Well, we have a grace period to which you can um, get your first dose, yeah. but essentially as of January 17th, it's a board mandate from our... From our so I just want to get this straight. So by the end of the month, my four-year-old boy with leukemia is getting evicted because we don't have a vaccine? The parents. This is, if he was six months older, he would be getting evicted. But yeah, because we don't have the vaccine, you're going to throw us on the snow with a few weeks notice. Like, this is some kind of crazy evil, like, I have never seen in my life. It doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not, everybody knows you still have to wear the masks, because you can go out and catch COVID, transmit it, and bring it back in. That's why vaccinated people have to wear masks, though, so it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not. Like, the idea is to make people safer. This isn't about safety. This is, this is coercing people to get a vaccine, choosing between their children and their own beliefs, whether it's religious beliefs, whether they're hesitant to get a vaccine. My kid has gotten all his vaccines. We're not anti-vaccinated. This is absolutely an abomination. Say that, so just let me get this clear. Are you both of you vaccinated? No. 
So what we're doing is protecting the safety of everybody in the house. No, you're not. Because a vaccinated person can still get it and transmit it. That's right. And so what we're trying to do is reduce the risks to the entire That doesn't make sense. Your conscience is seared. You understand? This is absolutely evil. So do you want me to... You're evicting kids with leukemia. Kids who have... Wow, that is a crazy video. Uh, I can't believe that they're doing this to a four-year-old with leukemia. I thought the Ronald McDonald House was supposed to help families in need because they can't, they can't, it helps their treatment to be together and they bring families together to help during this process and this time of need. Um, here's an interesting question. Where's the UFCW 401? They're one of the largest unions in Alberta and across Canada. Why is it they're not helping out? I mean, they do a, a, a leukemia thing every year for charity. This is off their website. Many people don't realize just how devastating blood cancers like leukemia and lymphoma are. Every 28 minutes, someone is diagnosed with blood cancer in Canada and leukemia and lymphoma account for almost half of all childhood cancers aged 0 to 14 years. Every year, our union works to raise funds to support research for leukemia and lymphoma. We organize and contribute to a host of fundraising initiatives, including UFC Local 401's own annual golf tournament that raises thousands of dollars of research every year. As a result of our efforts, the UFC has become one of the strongest and most successful LLSC advocates in the country, a fact of which we are very proud. We take full time, talk to your full-time union representative to find out how you can become involved in helping raise funds and awareness. I can tell you right now, folks, I've been to this tournament. Uh, I've been there quite a few times, and they do do a lot for leukemia. Why are they not helping here? Oh, that's right. I forgot the UFCW supports the NDP party and Rachel Notley. And Rachel Notley is also one of these communists who wants to push vaccine mandates. Any politician who supports this or ex ex accepts this as an answer, you resign now. We're tired of dealing with this crap. Step aside and let somebody who wants to solve some real problems in this country come in because you're nothing but a corrupt criminal. All of you that accept this, step down now because you know what needs to happen if you don't? Well, I don't know if I want to go into that on this podcast, but quite honestly, you're very disturbed individuals and quite frankly, you deserve what's coming to you. Uh, here was the story that was covered on mainstream media, but it had a little bit of a different spin. Um, in Calgary in particular, they've had a couple of protests now show up at the representatives' homes. The mayor of Calgary, they had a protest there, as well as the Ward 9 uh, councilman, I believe it is, uh, Cara. And uh, Jason Kenney come back and had a few things to say about it, but uh, I'll let you listen to what this gentleman said about it, because... He put it in pretty good perspective because these people don't really care about what they're doing to other people. They're only worried about if you do it to them.
Jason Kenny's wall today. Jason is opining that uh, he thinks it's wrong that people protest the politicians' homes that are pushing this fucking bullshit on us. He thinks it's wrong. He doesn't think it's wrong that people are dying of suicides and overdoses and uh, and that the uh, uh, that they fired uh, at least seven hundred and fifty staff from AHS. Uh, uh, for refusing the uh, jab. Uh, he doesn't think it's wrong that they uh, um, uh, require vaccinations to enter places of business. And they don't think it's wrong that they ask you to wear masks everywhere you go. No, I'm sorry, Jason. You're, you're a little bit fucked up, bud. Anyways, I've given my commentary. Let's go read the comments of the people because that's where the, that's where the pearls are. So Jason says, this is just wrong. There are plenty of opportunities to protest without disturbing the families and neighbors of public officials. Oh, you're disrupted, are you? I'm about to lose my fucking house in the province I was born in, Jason. You son of a bitch. This report also shows anti-vax protesters continuing to use signs comparing vaccines to the Holocaust. Well... Are you recognizing the, uh, the negative impacts of those vaccines? Everybody's suddenly dying. Jason, why is that? Why all of a sudden are people dying? Why all of a sudden are people going into the hospital suddenly and coming out dead days later, Jason? You're kind of ignoring a, a, a hell of a lot of facts, right? So, okay, I'm ranting again into the comments. Here we go, starting up at the top. It is not wrong. If they all remained on public property and did not remain past the bylaw times for excessive noise activities. Okay, so we got a structural, a structural comment there. It's not wrong because they're not breaking any rules. You deserve it. Yeah, you fucking deserve it, Jason. Kenny and the rest of your corrupt party, you're fired. Prepare yourselves for multiple arrests for crimes against humanity from we the people of Alberta. I fucking love this lady. Kelly Jordan, you're amazing. However, it's fine for politicians and their actions to impact our lives, the lives of our families, our children, our jobs, and the quality of our life every minute of the day. 
But if you people dare to speak up and disrupt a paid politician's evening, you classify those individuals as awful people. Yes. Hello, Zane Novak. Jason, you fucking imbecile. You are a lunatic. You're a psychopath. There is something fucking wrong with you, isn't there? I don't even know if you're human, to be honest with you. I'm starting to wonder. Stop saying anti-vax. You don't have to be anti-vax to look and see what's going on out here. Get your head out of the sand. I'd say get your head out of your ass, Valerie, but I'm with you. Just because people are against this particular vax doesn't in any way make them anti-vax. Know your science. Get the facts. That's right. That's right. The previous vaccines have not had this kind of negative impact. There have been some negative impacts that need looking into regarding some of the adjuvants. But that doesn't necessarily mean vaccines are bad. This is right. And we know this. That is the adult conversation. You can't have that, though, with a paid fucking shill for the uh, pharmaceutical industry, can you? Oops. Taking our constitutional rights away is wrong. More people are waking up and the emergency, uh, and the emergency act and give the people back their freedom. Yeah, I don't think... Sheila asking for it is going to be enough. We're going to have to get out the paddle. Uh, Elena says, they are against the mandates. Your mandates are insane and don't work. You too. You're too bought out to see how you're ruining more lives than helping. Oh, he sees what he's doing. Don't worry, Elena. He sees it and so do all of we. This is just the beginning. Every politician who doesn't stand for freedom and rule by the Constitution should be concerned. Tracy Allard had it happen uh, earlier this year, and it's going to get worse. The, the more you push people, medical segregation. Yes, the more you ruin our lives, prevent us from getting jobs because we won't take vaccines that are killing people. Killing people. This is no uh, you know, exaggeration. Uh, people aren't wrong, folks. There are a lot of adverse effects with these vaccines. Um, again, they're still emergency use. Let's see the actual approved vaccine. Oh, let me guess. You don't have it because it doesn't exist. No, this is a, a game for Big Pharma to collect millions and millions and millions and billions and billions of dollars. Then take that money, funnel it right back into the corrupt government... To make the laws that make vaccines mandatory. Oh, look at that. It takes a genius to figure that out, right? No, most people can't see this, and it's that obvious. They would believe the government won't do that to us. You know what? We had uh, Pfizer delaying the FDA, or the FDA has Pfizer delaying the release of their data for 75 years. Well, they went back to court and they ended up losing. Uh, um... So now it's down to, we may have all the data within six to eight months. So we could find out exactly what's in these vaccines and how they were used or created or made and what's in them all within eight months. Take a look at this. Good evening. After several months of legal back and forth within the courtroom with the FDA requesting up to 75 years to release all of the vaccine safety related documents, well, just yesterday, a federal court has ruled against them. Instead, the judge in the case, he said that the FDA has only eight months to release all of their Pfizer vaccine safety data, meaning that you and I might actually see this data by August of this year. Meanwhile, over in India, well, 
their state medicine agency has just announced that they have discovered major safety concerns surrounding the COVID pill that is being produced by Merck, and they have now pulled it from their national protocols. And those safety concerns are not minor, but instead, the agency said that they include things like defects in developing fetuses, permanent damage to cellular DNA, as well as damage to a person's bones as well as their muscles. And this is all despite the fact that these Merck pills, they are not only approved for use here in America, but also the Biden administration has just signed a $2.2 billion deal to get them into more American hands. Let's go through it all together. And we all know from Dr. Martin that Justin Trudeau is just as corrupt into these vaccines as we're getting paid every time there's a jab into somebody's arm. But anyway, uh, do you remember when you heard this? Back better means getting support to the most vulnerable while maintaining our momentum on reaching the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development and the SDGs. Canada is here to listen and to help. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This is our chance to accelerate our pre-pandemic efforts to reimagine economic systems that actually address global challenges like extreme poverty, inequality, and climate change. Uh, yeah, I remember hearing about the Great Reset. Uh, I believe it's by 2030 you'll own nothing and be happy about it. Uh, looks like they're trying to make it happen. You can see the supply chain issues. They're now mandating that all truckers crossing the border get back, so that's going to cripple that. Uh, truckers have a slow roll starting January, January 23rd. Um, lots of them going right to Ottawa, be there on the 29th. Uh, good um unfortunately it's sad to say that supplies are it's going to affect the regular people such as us but this we need to stand up and get rid of these because they're not going to turn around and say here have your freedoms back um here's a clip uh jason kenny was asked about the great reset uh take a listen to what he had to say about it all right ricky uh, Butterworth, or it might be Cindy Butterworth, says, where do you stand on the Great Reset the Liberals are planning on introducing? Well, I, I, let me just say that, first of all, what is this Great Reset? Uh, uh, Pierre Polyev, the federal conservative finance critic, recently raised concerns about this, and then he was attacked by some in the media and by the Liberals for supposedly circulating conspiracy theories. Well, the Great Reset is actually the name of a book by a very prominent advocate of it. It's, his name is Klaus Schwab. He sent me a copy. I guess he sent one to every, probably every government leader around the world. And Klaus Schwab's thesis in his book is that uh, we should, governments and societies, the world, should, quotes, seize the opportunity of the public health and economic crisis to reimagine the world and radically change policies. Now, in what ways? I would describe it as a grab bag of left-wing ideas for less freedom and more government, for more government intervention, uh, for um, policies that would, uh, I think, create massive poverty, uh, particularly energy policy, uh, policies that he is advocating. So Klaus Schwab, by the way, is the president and founder of the World Economic Forum, also known as the Davos Summit. I call it the biggest gathering of global hypocrites uh, in history. It's the um, it's a little ski village in Switzerland, and every I think February, um, 
a couple of thousand super rich uh, people, uh, a lot of billionaires, millionaires, global CEOs, and politicians fly into Davos men, with hundreds of private airplanes. They go into Switzerland and they spend a week basically lecturing uh, the rest of the world, including especially working women and men, about how they should reduce their carbon footprint. Uh, uh, the hypocrisy in that crowd is, is so uh, thick you can't even cut it with a knife. And so, no, I'm not going to be taking any uh, policy direction from Klaus Schwab or his, his ilk. But, and what I find offensive, look, the so-called Great Reset is not a conspiracy theory. It is a actual set of, of concrete proposals being advocated by some very influential people, and including, apparently, by Prime Minister Trudeau, who clearly alluded to it, referred to it, quoted from it, the Schwab theory, uh, in a speech he gave to the United Nations a couple of months ago. So it's not a conspiracy theory to talk about that. Those are the folks advocating it. And I think it's perfectly legitimate for democratically elected leaders for me to say, heck no, we're not going to exploit or take, the, uh, take advantage of a crisis to uh, advance a political agenda. If, if we're actually all in this together, like we keep saying, then how about we focus on the crisis, on protecting lives and livelihoods, helping people get through this, uh, and and how about after that, instead of exploiting the crisis to impose on democratic societies a whole bunch of social failed socialist policy ideas, how about instead we get refocused on generating economic growth, on on recreating some of the trillions of dollars of wealth that will have been destroyed, of restarting some of the hundreds of thousands of businesses that will have gone under of obsessively focusing on getting the millions, uh, 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 the tens of millions around the world back to work. Those who have suffered most in the COVID era have been the poorest around the world. And so the notion that we would then drive them further into energy poverty through uh, Klaus Schwab's policy uh, agenda is, I, I just frank, frankly find it offensive. So no, it's not a conspiracy and nor is it a conspiracy theory. I think it's just, uh, very um, distasteful and regrettable that influential people would explicitly seek to take advantage of a crisis like this to advance their own political uh, vision and values. Well, you heard it right there from Jason Kenney, folks. The Great Reset isn't a conspiracy theory. It's an actual thing. Uh, as you can see, uh, he had mentioned Trudeau is pushing for it, which apparently he is as well. Um, Jason Kenney said he's not looking into doing that type of socialist, failed socialist program, but uh, he's already accepted step one, hasn't he? Vaccine passport step one. It's... Basically, everything's going digital, and he just accepted that. So let's see if he continues to lie, or let's see if uh, he holds true to his word. Uh, we'll see. Uh, makes me a little bit worried about the next uh, leader coming into, into Alberta, as it's probably going to be the NDPs, because this is what the media is doing. We need to get people out and vote. Let's start voting for a free party. Uh, the Conservatives don't appear to be a free party anymore either, but let's see what they come up with. But uh, 
Anyway, folks, uh, thank you for listening to the show. Uh, I'm going to leave you with a couple of clips here at the end. And I uh, hope you enjoyed, and we'll see you next time. This is not an American problem. This is the entire West going away by 2030. And I think the next, uh, you know, they just wargamed the World uh, Economic Forum, just wargamed the next economic collapse. I think that's coming in the next couple of years. I could be wrong. I usually am on timing. But when that happens, it is lights out. It is over. They will control your food, your water, your work, your education, your banking, your money, gasoline. You know, France is just now uh, paying a rate increase for their electricity of 45% because of the Great Reset. They are they are shutting down their nuclear power plants and it's going to cause a 45% increase in energy. They are going to bankrupt the entire West and only the elites are going to be able to have money, the food they want, the jobs they want, etc., etc. We will be left in the dust. We must educate ourselves right now. Hi, this is a little message to the unvaccinated. Ugh. You are killing everyone. It's your fault. You're being selfish. So get the vaccine because I'm vaccinated. I am vaccinated. Okay. And so I'm protected because the vaccine is safe and effective. So if you're around me and you're unvaccinated, then you're putting me at, at, well, you're not, you're, no, okay. So you're selfish because if I'm protected and you're around me, then I'm, then I'm fine, but you're, but you're me. Sorry. If you're not vaccinated, then you're not, it's your, um, you're racist is what I'm saying. But it is not the goal that renders a system oppressive. It is always the methods by which the goal is pursued. Whenever a government claims to have the people's interest at heart, you need to think again. In the entire history of mankind, there has never been a political elite sincerely concerned about the well-being of regular people. What makes any of us think that it is different now. If the age of enlightenment has brought forth anything, then certainly this. Never take anything any government tells you at face value. Always question everything any government does or does not do. Always look for ulterior motives and always ask cui bono, who benefits. Whenever a political elite pushes an agenda this hard and resorts to extortion and manipulation to get their way, you can almost always be sure your benefit is definitely not what they had at heart. As far as I'm concerned, I will not be vaccinated with anything that has not been properly vetted and tested and has shown no sound scientific evidence that the benefits outweigh the disease itself and possible long-term side effects, which to this day we don't know anything about. I will not be reduced to a mere guinea pig by getting vaccinated with an experimental drug. And I will most assuredly not get vaccinated because my government tells me to and promises in return I will be granted freedom. Let's be clear about one thing. No one grants me freedom, for I am 
a free person. So I dare the European Commission and the German government throw me in jail, lock me up and throw away the key for all I care. But you will never be able to coerce me into being vaccinated if I, the free citizen that I am, choose not to be vaccinated. The revolution will not be televised, not be televised, and be no rerun, brothers and sisters. The revolution will be live.